So it happened. You got a phone call from a team member that they're not feeling very good and maybe they worked at the restaurant or maybe they did not work at your restaurant in the last couple of days, but out of nowhere, they're not feeling very good. Or is it that one of their friends came out positive and they hung out with that friend and they're freaking out over the fact that they may or may not have COVID-19? Sooner or later, friend, we're going to deal with this issue that it could be that that it turns out that they were positive or they were negative. Uh, it's going to be a lot of negatives, hopefully more than the positives. But if it, when it happens, do you have a game plan in place and protocols in place? And have you communicated all those to your team so they're aware of it before all of the shenanigan happens? So when it happens, they already know that you have a protocol in place and what the game plan is going to be. So the time to worry and stress and sweat is in peace and um, not in war. As you know that, I don't know if you know that quote, the more you sweat in peace, the less you will bleed in war. And that has always been our strategy in life, trying to uh, at least around here. So the show today is going to be all about if you should close your restaurant and if employee has COVID-19 positive. So we had to ask ourselves that question. By God's grace, we have not had any... Um, of our team members to be positive. The team members themselves have had friends that come out positive, so they freaked out. We've had folks who have got mono, strep throat, all kinds of different stuff, but COVID, thank God. And again, I'm not happy that they have mono and strep throat either, of course. But we've not had to deal with this issue just yet as a restaurant. And we have about a, a team of 50 for both of our restaurants. And we're in San Antonio. And But we had to come up with a game plan. And we had to think about and study and do our due diligence. Should we or should we not close our restaurant um, in case this thing happens? And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. And... I want to say I'm excited about talking about it, but I don't know, you know. So here's the problem with this issue. Um, first off, I want to be clear. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a doctor. Uh, I am an engineer, though, but uh, I'm a restaurant owner just like you in the trenches. I've done my due diligence. I simply wanted to share with you things to consider. You need to discern and decide what is best for you. Uh, your operations, your people, long-term and short-term, of course. And because what's going on in New York is very different than what's going on in New Mexico or Florida or California or Idaho or South Dakota, for that matter. So you need to discern based on where you are. I'm, I'm not going to tell you what to do. We hear that enough about what to do, what not to do from the government, from our customers, even from our people telling us what to do, what not to do. So that is not going to be the objective of this show. I'm simply going to communicate things that you need to consider. And I'm going to obviously share with you some of the CDC guidelines because we do need to abide by the law, as you know. So this show, we're going to talk about five things. One, should you close your restaurant in case somebody, a team member gets COVID-19 positive? What does CDC say about this matter and recommendations they make to businesses? The third thing we're going to talk about is coronavirus cleaning services. There are professional companies in case somebody comes out positive, maybe you have thought about we may need to pay a professional, a company to come out and do a thorough cleaning of the restaurant. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that. We got a quote uh, about it. I'm going to share with you how much that is so you can 
discern if it's going to be a route for you guys to go or not. The fourth thing we're going to talk about, should you let the public know in terms of social media? I see some people sharing it. I see some people not sharing it. So I want to go over some of the things to consider for you to think about and come up with your protocol and game plan before, if ever, was it to happen to you. The next thing is some management tips that are tried and true. So I'm not going to be talking about sanitize your surface area, wear your mask. I'm not going to be talking about that. We're, you know what I mean? We're all business owners. We, we already are doing all of that the best we can. So the first question is, should we close our restaurant in case a team member comes out positive? You will be pressured by your team to, to do things in a certain way. You're going to be pressured by different people and different ideologies and different things as to what it is that you need to do when it comes to should you close your restaurant or not. So first thing I wanted to go over is what does CDC say about this? Because the government people at the top, they have top-notch scientists in comparison. Oh, I mean, that's the, that's the hope, right? In comparison to our staff that are telling you what we should or should not do or even our customers. So they have seeked counsel of thousands of professionals in this field and I'm going to just read to you a section of a CDC guideline for businesses. I'm going to have the link down below in the description for you to read. You are the business owner or the manager of, of your restaurant or business. You need to do your due diligence because you are going to be held responsible when uh, health breaks loose. You know that. So here is just a section of that CDC guideline. Take action if an employee is suspected or confirmed to have COVID-19 infection. In most cases, CDC says, you do not need to shut down your facility. If it has been less than seven days since the sick employee has been in the facility, close off any areas used for prolonged periods of time by the sick person. Wait 24 hours before cleaning and disinfecting to minimize potential for other employees being exposed to the respiratory droplets. If waiting 24 hours is not feasible, wait as long as possible. During this waiting period, Open outside doors and windows to increase air circulation in these areas. If it has been seven days or more since the sick employee used the facility, additional cleaning and disinfection is not necessary. Continue routinely cleaning and disinfecting all high-touch areas, surfaces in the facility. That says it all. So hopefully that makes sense as to what you should or should not do. In most cases, you do not. According to the CDC, you are not obligated by law to close your restaurant for a day or two or whatever it is. You can choose to do it and that is totally fine, but by law, you don't need to do it. You can do the cleaning overnight um, at your restaurant and many of our restaurants open at like 11 a.m. unless you're a breakfast joint, right? You have all night till until 11 a.m. to do thorough cleaning and disinfecting areas that that employee and or all areas that everybody touched which probably is what we would do right might as well clean everything very very thoroughly but again i recommend so the quick answer is you do not need to close your restaurant front if a team member comes out positive okay that's 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 the thing 
Now, you do want to consider have procedures in place for a safe trans transportation of an employee who becomes sick while at work. This has happened to us as well. Somebody started throwing up in the middle of the shift, and so we had to think about, okay, we don't know what that person has. They had some sort of stomach bug. You know, people, human bodies, we get sick all the time. Okay, this is nothing new, people, but that's besides the point. So we had to think about, are we going to call their parents? How long are we going to keep them in the restaurant? Are we? How are we going to keep this... Um, situation contained and safe for our people. So you need to come up with a protocol for that. What if a person is at the store suddenly is feeling that they're not feeling very good for whatever reason? It could be throwing up, stomach bug, we don't know. But you didn't have a procedure in place um, for that. And uh, here to say also, again, we are continuing to be aggressive about our growing our sales. This is a quick ad for you in the middle of the show to tell you to go ahead to our website, www.makingdoshow.com, and download a free guide we have for you. It has 52 ideas for 52 weeks of the year that you can implement one idea a week to grow your sales. It doesn't matter what's going on around the world. You and I have got to be focused on growing our sales. That is our focus. And we've been able to grow our sales even during the COVID by God's grace. And we have a great team for that. But I share with you all that we do. So if you're uh, interested in that, go ahead and go download it. The next thing I want to talk about is if you were thinking about getting a coronavirus cleaning services, a company that's professional, that comes in, they come in supposedly to have much fancier chemicals than you and I do. Um, that's what they say. And also they have like, you have to, cover all equipment in the kitchen and all that and they come in and release a gas supposedly that kills everything it's like a hazmat team and what have you how much is it so first i strongly recommend it no matter what no matter where you are in the u.s get a quote in case you need a service like that because they could come in overnight and gas the whole restaurant and kill anything that's in the air for us, we got a quote for our restaurant, and in case for you to have an idea, it was $100 a square foot. So our main restaurant location is 3,000 uh, 3, square foot times $100 per square foot. Thou shalt do the math. And so we chose that in case that we have a COVID positive case in our restaurant, we probably are not going to be able to afford at this time, though we would love to, and the community pitches in, we can, and the staff. At this time, we're not able to afford that. So we would have to do our own deep, thorough cleaning um, of the restaurant and get some fancy chemicals for it. You can get any kinds of chemicals nowadays, you know, so there's a lot of, as you know, a lot of suppliers for restaurants have much more, um, extensive line of chemicals that we could uh, get, but you need to get that quote so you know your options in case that happens. So that was a tip to tell you. Next, I want to talk to you about, and this is incredibly controversial, and I'm not going to tell you what to do, friend. I'm going to tell you that you need to discern and decide what is best for you. Should you let the public know in terms of social media uh, or not? So the first thing you need to know before you make that decision is what are the federal and the local law requirements? On a federal level, they're not requiring you to do that. You can choose to do that because this is a free country. You can do what you wish to do for you and your business and thou shall reap the consequences of what you do or not do. You know how it is. Now, you do want to know the local law requirements. I know some fancy states like, like Chicago or New York, they're, they have some guidelines maybe as to what they require. I'm not sure if they require you to 
post something on social media. Now, regarding closing and not, they may. So again, we went with the federal and look what it is that you're doing on a statewide and or local level. The other thing is if you are pondering about should I let social media and stuff know, the first thing I would advise you to do is you may not be able to sleep on it, but don't be hasty making decisions. Even if you're crafting a social media caption regarding this, write it, leave it, come back to it a couple hours later, show it to some people who are not, maybe your managers and stuff, and as well as other people. I don't know, people who are not even in the industry, who are maybe your friends, um, maybe they're professionals, business owners, but they're not in our industry. So they can read it and give you some advice based on what you are disclosing and what you're not disclosing. Because you need to also be mindful of like ADA um, privacy acts when it comes to disclosing health issues of people. You already know that. But what I wanted to ask you is consider why should you tell the public you are going to take very rigid and extreme measures. We talked about it. You are going to clean that restaurant and scrub it with hazmat suits for eight hours. Okay. You're going to do that. That is the right thing to do. Now, should you or should you not tell what are the reasons and what are you trying to accomplish? You need to formulate the reasons that you want to tell the public or not tell the public. What difference is it going to make for the restaurant, for the staff, for sales, for all the different things. What are going to be the implications of this? The other thing you want to look at is what are other establishments in town doing? Some may have already been affected by it. What are other people doing? Should you follow what they do? Or you need to discern what's best for your team and your customers and your livelihood long term. I'm not telling you to follow or not follow. You need to discern what's best for you. So I know that some local restaurants in our town have chosen to communicate publicly that they had a positive case of a team member and disclose a few information, close the restaurant and communicate what they've been doing. They've been faced with backlash. Some people saying that I'm never going to come back. I've seen some of those posts being shared on our local Facebook groups. And suddenly one day, the next, everybody in town knows that, oh, so-and-so establishment got a positive. They may accuse you of the, some of this, again, just reading comments, right? You need to read people's comments, um, saying that maybe you did not take good measures. Is that why some people are like, thank you so much for letting us know. Some people are saying, well, I'm not going to come back for the next month or two till this whole thing goes away. So you are going to get mixed reactions. Thank you. And, uh, that's, what's going to be. Are you ready for the mixed reaction? Can you handle it? Does your livelihood depend on it? Uh, or your team? Have you thought about all of that? And I do know, however, Walmart has had a positive cases, multiple positive cases of their team members um, that had COVID-19. They never closed Walmart for a minute due to that. And they have never communicated it publicly to people that they had a positive case or there are a number of team members that they've had positive. All we know is rumors that they've had people positive. Do you think an Amazon distribution facility is going to close for a minute? Look at big corporations. Are they going to close their restaurant if they have a restaurant? I'm sorry. Are they going to close their establishment or facility if they have a positive case? 
So what I've observed is multi-billion dollar companies are not necessarily at all disclosing that information to their customers and or their team, and they're not closing. I know that a lot of local establishments are closing and um, also communicating it publicly. You can, you can do what is best for you. Think about the implications and the consequences of communicating it or not communicating it. Again, customers, your team, your livelihood. What is your contingency plan worst case scenario? Imagine what is going to be, you're going to have a one case, maybe you have two cases of team members having that issue and the whole staff is like, we're not going to show up for the next two weeks. What, what is going to be your contingency plan if you lost all of your staff? What's going to be your contingency plan if the customers don't trust you for the next two to three weeks? You need to have a contingency plan because that's where we're at friends. So I would love to hear your ideas. If you want to send us an email to making show at gmail.com as to what it is you're doing, I would love to hear it. If you have any other questions about some of these things, also would love to hear it. You can go again to making our website and scroll down. There's a section you can submit your comments and what have you questions that you have that you'd like me to cover in a future show. I would love to hear from you. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, I would love to hear your thoughts. Now, next, I want to talk about a few management tips here. During this whole time and the last, what it's been, two to three months, we've been dealing with this shenanigan. You should have had that. You should have always have this. But we need to be overly making sure that we are communicating overly with our team. We're letting, because I think a lot of times in a management team, we're having these conversations with our managers. The whole team doesn't know that we are actually doing our best, trying to figure this thing out. We're doing this, we're doing this. A lot of times the whole team does not actually know. And the responsible thing to do is to make sure we let them know. One of the things you can do is, for example, if you're using a scheduling platform, you know, there are many of them out there. You can send a mass message. Say, hey, team, I want to thank you again for this and this and that. I want to let you know that we're doing this, we're doing that. These are the measures we're taking. We're all always open to any suggestions, and we're trying to do our best to accommodate the best we can, da 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 So they know that in case something happens, they don't come back. You may or may not be neglecting something out of ignorance, we probably are, I don't know, none of us has gone and got a PhD in this thing, right? Maybe we're doing something that we should not be doing or we're neglecting something. We're trying to do our best. But if an issue comes up, the team is not going to gang up and leave out of a sudden, hopefully. No, have some mercy knowing that, listen, we try to do our best here. We, we tried, these are the things we did. These are the things in our hands. These are not things in our hands. I don't know if it makes sense, you know? So overly communicate, friend. We talk about it this all the time. You know, let's just do that and, and be honest with them on all the stuff that you're doing and even your concerns. You know, we're in this together. We're all humans and uh, we, we really don't know what the future holds. The other thing is it's so important for us to be mutually respectful whether it's for the team and the customer. Some people are adamant about the mask. They think the mask is end all be all. They're, they're very hardcore pro mask. They wear it when they go to sleep. They don't, you know what I'm saying? They, when they're driving solo in the car, they're wearing a mask. It, it makes them feel safe and or in public, of course, during a wearing a mask, but I'm, um, of course, we need, I'm not talking about that, but they're very pro that. Some people are like, the mask doesn't work. A lot of people are incredibly solid, bold on that. 
You as a business owner or the manager, you have your opinions. It's irrelevant, our opinions, friend. You need to have mutual respect for those who do or do not agree with you. This is the essence of democracy, right? We may not agree with each other, but let's work together and be mutually respectful. So watch your language and don't be bashing the people group and or customers that freak out over something because we don't have context of what is going on in their life, correct? And so same thing is going to be with uh, the team, we don't know. They may have, they may have, you know, be in a high risk category or what have you. Make sure whether you agree with people or not, you watch your language and be mutually respectful. And even if you sense the tone of your people of a talking about a customer that is being unreasonable for um, when it comes to this issue, that you remind them that we need to be mutually respectful. We do not have the context. Let's do our absolute best to serve our customers the best way they can be served. We've had people who are like, during the COVID, we, I do not want to come to work, for example. So we had to respect that, for example, right? And we're like, okay, you let us know when you feel comfortable coming back. Uh, and when you come back, you will have a job. Well, I mean, that's, that's the hope, right? I mean, it depends on the ca- uh, case and the context, as you know. So that was that, friend. I wanted to thank you for tuning in. I know these times suck. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? These are horrible times we're all going through. And I wanted to ask you that if you found this show helpful, please give it a like, uh, subscribe to the show. You can see it on YouTube or on all podcast platforms as well. I'd appreciate it if you could leave us a review on the any of the podcast platforms. It would mean the world. And you can always share this show uh, if you think it would be helpful to someone with a restaurant professional, it could be on a Facebook group. It could be on a LinkedIn group. I would appreciate it greatly as well. I'm going to leave you with this quote. I'm going to leave you with this quote in and from Margaret Wheatley. In these troubled, uncertain times, we don't need more command and control. We need better means to engage everyone's intelligence and in solving challenges and crises uh, as they arise. So... Let's work together. I know you're trying to do your best. I know it is very stressful times uh, owning a business, particularly the restaurant, as we are looking at the government making decisions as they come and go, trying to look at the numbers go up, numbers go down, and we are incredibly in a very vulnerable position. Stand strong. This shall pass. We need to get through this season and know that many of us may not make it, but I'm trying to figure out a way to help you out. If there are particular ways, specific ways I can help you, let me know and uh, know that we're in this together and let's get through this. And with that, let's get back to work and make some dough.